Praise the Lord. So happy to be here today. Appreciate the opportunity the Lord's given us. Thank you all for the special singing. Brothers in audio booths, video booths upstairs, the deacons, song leader, musicians, those of you that are streaming, we love you and miss you. Um, certainly didn't think we'd be coming back to doing this again, but <clears throat> we're grateful that the Lord has made a way for us through the tree of knowledge of good and evil to be able to stream. So we'll take advantage of that streaming and do everything that we can and we'll reevaluate it after a few services and kind of see where we are. We know that um, <clears throat> for many of our saints here at the church still yet have not contacted COVID and we're hoping and praying that they don't. So we want to try to do everything that we can. I received a text this morning from Brother David Gadman, which is, goes to Brother Homer's church and he wanted us to remember them in prayer today because several there at the church had tested positive others that have the symptoms but haven't been tested yet so they certainly wanted to remember us or remember us remember them um, it's picked up again in South Africa India different places that I'm in contact with around the world so we don't need to let up praying I mean those that's right we need to keep on praying God will help us and bring complete deliverance from this thing we know where it come from it comes straight from hell it might have come through China but originated in hell. But we want to remember that and all the needs of the saints. Would you stand together? Brother Darrell would ask him to come and speak for us today and whatever the Lord's placed on his heart. Um, I want to thank you for praying for my daughter, Alicia. She's doing better, much, much better. Uh, she's regained her voice back and we're so thankful for that. She's feeling, feeling a lot better. Her symptoms are almost non-existent anymore. So we appreciate that Lord for his mercy, helping us that way. Eric will be, uh, taking another treatment tomorrow, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So we certainly desire your prayers for her that God would just be with her. Also, my wife Carol had um, an uncle in Indianapolis to pass this week from COVID. She had another uncle by marriage to pass away, uh, double pneumonia. So we'll be going to Kentucky for that funeral probably on, on Wednesday. So we desire your prayers for that. There's needs everywhere. Aren't you glad we're serving a God? that is so much greater than all our needs and all our desires. Let's sing together, Come Let Us Adore Him. This shouldn't be a song that's just something that we use seasonal. Really, it ought to be something that we think about often. Come, let us adore Him. Really, what we adore and what we love from our soul is what we will give everything that we are to. The prophet talks about the three wise men that brought their gifts to the Lord Jesus. It testified what they thought he was. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Someone bought me a little chest of a thing this year and sent it to me. And you open it up and it plays the little song, We Three Kings of Orient Are. And there's a little sample of myrrh and a little sample of frankincense and a little container, little flakes of gold. And when I opened that and I looked at it, I thought, my, what it must have been that day when those three men brought that to the Lord Jesus. And in my heart, I thought, Lord, if I had a thousand of these boxes, you wouldn't want that. But what you want is me. What he wants is you, all of us. It may seem like nothing to us, but to him, it's everything. He longs for our fellowship. I hear Brother Branham say it in 1956, God is searching out some of your starchy hearts to be able to make love to you so he can coo and you will coo back. 
Amen. That's what we're here for today. So let us adore him. Oh, come let us adore. Oh, come let us adore him. Oh, come let us adore him. Christ, the Lord, he alone is worthy. For he alone is worthy. For he alone is worthy. For he a crowd or just a few here we always have mic trouble <laughs> some things never change amen we get you this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus trust everyone had a wonderful Christmas that God's blessings rested upon each of you during this season and whoever it was that prayed for a white Christmas we see that God certainly answered your prayer the first one I, I've seen in many a many a year a, a white Christmas you know, and we're grateful this morning that even though we're in the midst of a pandemic, that we could still have the means to gather ourselves and break Amen. bread together. And we're grateful for that this morning. So wherever you are, whether you're in your home, your living room, your car, wherever you're at this morning, join your faith with mine and believe God for the impossible. Let him come into your home and let him come into your car most importantly, let him come into your heart. And may he touch you this morning. We have so many needs. Uh, Brother Byron Amos up in Alaska, him and his wife in the hospital with COVID. Brother David White down in Arkansas in the hospital with COVID. And his wife also has COVID. Brother Dixon passed away over in South Carolina. We want to remember his family in prayer. And Sister Erica, and Brother Randy Walton's grandbaby. And 
so many, many needs. And yet, no matter how great the needs are or how big they are, they're still not bigger than our God, who at any moment, at any time can touch us and make a difference. Amen. I know when Jessica was blind and they said that she would never see again, it would be impossible for her to see. But yet, when Jesus touched her, he opened her eyes. He still opens blinded eyes. He still heals cancer. He can still stop pandemics. Amen. We know uh, they say China it came from China. We know where it started. As Brother Donnie said, started in hell, moved through China. But I know one thing this morning. I know who's able to stop it. So let's just go before the Lord in prayer before we read our scripture this morning. We desire your prayers. We're having just a wee bit of trouble with our back again and started, didn't sleep much last night. So I, I know there's many needs, but if you think about it, just remember us also. Heavenly Father, we are so glad that we're able to call you Father, Lord, that we can come before you with a childlike faith, knowing, dear God, that our daddy can fix anything. And Lord, we bring these needs before you today. And God, it seems like this pandemic, Lord, is just moving so rapid across our nation and the world. But, oh, God of mercy, we humbly ask you today, may you lift this thing off the people, Lord. Those, God, who are in the hospital alone dying, may you comfort their hearts, dear God, their families that can't see them and can't get to them. Oh, God, may you just touch them today, speak peace to their souls, we pray. Father, you see these names that we've called before you today, Lord. God, they're our brothers, they're our sisters, and they, they need your help, Lord. And God, even this season of miracles, oh Lord, may you once more move upon these needs that we may adore a miracle-working God. Father, we pray for the service today and all those who come to make it possible. May you bless them, Lord. As we commit our life into your hands for your glory, may you take this simple thought and Lord, may it distract the hearts of your people that we would be, have a desire to be drawn closer to you. Be with us today, Lord, for we ask these things humbly in the name of the Lord Jesus. God bless you, saints. If you have your Bible this morning, turn with us to the book of Luke. We want to read from Luke chapter 2, starting at verse 8. And I know Christmas was earlier this week, but i like to bring you a Christmas message this morning, if we may. And You know, I think every day should be Christmas. <laughs> So we want to read from Luke chapter 2, verse 8. And those of you here, we're certainly not afraid of amens, and we appreciate them this morning if it's worthy to be amened. But Luke chapter 2, verse 8, and the Bible says this. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger, a fitting place for a lamb. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, 
which the Lord hath made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Amen. God bless you, saints. You may be seated this morning. I want to speak to you for a few minutes today on if there was no Christmas, if there'd been no Christmas. You know, I guess it was the week before Thanksgiving that I first started hearing the songs in the stores. The songs of the season, they say. It's the most wonderful time of the year. You know, Christmas to uh, so many people means so many different things. Christmas to some people means a Santa Claus and reindeers and elves. To others, it's family and gatherings and food and laughter. To others, Christmas is a depressing time because it's memories of a better Christmas past or because they don't have the means to provide gifts for their family or their friends. But Christmas is not just a, the world would call a holiday event or a festive event. But all real Christians know that Christmas is not a celebration. But Christmas is a time of worship. The world has made Christmas a holiday festive. But it's not that way to Christians. You see, Bible readers know that the word Christmas is not even mentioned in the Bible. That's simply the truth. It's not even mentioned in the Bible, but the birth of Jesus is. Amen. And we understand that the prophet was not against the true meaning of Christmas, but he was against the commercialization of Christmas. Because I, I pulled up some things that Brother Brenham had to say about Christmas. He said, now it looks like everybody's singing songs about a white Christmas and praying for the same. And we may have it. It looks like this keeps up. We may have the white Christmas. And Christmas is the time of year. I just wish it could be Christmas all the time. Everybody seems to be so friendly around Christmas time and wanting to help one another and everything. And everybody down on the street saying, how are you, brother? And other times of the year, they won't even speak to you. So it would be good if it stayed Christmas all the time. Wouldn't it? It would be good if it stayed Christmas and all the time. And the fact of all the error and everything there is about it. There's something about it that the world tries to make it an Isthmus. They try to take Christ out of the whole thing. And I was getting off the plane the other day over in Arizona. And as I was leaving the plane, they said to me, happy holidays. Because it's politically incorrect to say Merry Christmas. But you see, no matter what they do to Christmas, God still got a Christmas. Amen. He's still got something in it, the prophet said. He sure has. He's got something about it, the very name and the thoughts of the birth of the Lord Jesus. And the world puts Santa Claus in his place. And the world has made it Xmas and a happy holiday. But it's not that way to Christians. To Christians, it's still Christmas. For we receive a kingdom, the prophet said, that cannot be moved. And all these other things are falling apart. America is falling apart. 
We see that. The whole world is falling apart. Europe is falling apart. Asia is falling apart. But we are in a kingdom. Amen. An eternal kingdom that cannot be moved. Amen. Where Christmas is every day. We are in a kingdom that cannot be moved where Christmas is every day. Amen. Living in the presence of the king. Oh my. You don't have to guess about it. It's the truth. It's God's truth. God's complete truth. How I love him for this. How good he is, he said. Another place the prophet said, I appreciate all your prayers. And by God's helping grace, a very Merry Christmas to every one of you. Remember my saying, this is not Santa Claus. This is Jesus. You see, Christmas means Christ. He said, we were riding last night around showing the kiddies all the houses decorated and everything, which was awful nice. But I thought if I ever had anything on my house, if I ever wanted to write, it would be a neon sign saying, trusting Christ will be in your Christmas. That's right. Put Christ back in Christmas. Now, brother, sister, we all know that Christ was not born in December. It would be too cold for the shepherds to be watching over their flocks in that time of year. But the prophet said, even though it's, it wasn't in December, but he said, even if they're doing it in July or they're doing it in August or whenever it might be, the date is not so important. But what's important about Christmas is to acknowledge the sacredness of it. Christmas is to remember that God gave us the hope that we have in us. What is Christmas? It is the fulfilling of a promise that God made us. She shall bring forth the son and that shall call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people, his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which is spoken by the prophet, which was spoken by the Lord, by the prophet saying, behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Remembering Christmas is a time of remembering what he did for us. And as I was thinking about Christmas, this thought, this thought came to me. What if there had been no Christmas? Have you ever thought of that? What if there had been no Christmas? And that's my thought this morning for just a few minutes. If there had been no Christmas. Christmas. You say, wait a minute, Brother Darrell, the prophet, he said, Jesus never pointed to his birth. He pointed to his death, the cross, and that's exactly the truth. In fact, the prophet said he never even pointed to Christmas. But you see, I want you to understand this morning, he could not die in the flesh unless he was born in the flesh. If there'd been no Christmas, there would have been no Calvary. If there'd been no Christmas, there would have been no sacrifice. If there'd been no Christmas, there would have been no burial. If there'd been no Christmas, there would have been no resurrection. Amen. 
If there had been no Christmas, think about it. If there had been no Christmas, there would have been no lifting of the curse off of humanity. If there had been no Christmas, there would have been no second Adam. Because of the fall, there had to come a second Adam who would be created without an earthly father or mother. That he would be on the same basis as the first Adam was, who was created without father or mother, an earthly father or mother. So he would have to be on the same basis as the first Adam in order to restore us back again to our rightful position in God. If there had been no Christmas, there would have been no breaking of the womb to lift the curse. For Jesus was born of a woman made and fashioned like sinful flesh. And there to take the sting of death. But he had to die like a mortal to take away our sins. Think about it this morning. On that first Christmas morning, when Christ was born, what was it? It was God the creator creating a second Adam, amen. amen. The love of God that God had for Adam in his race, how God unfolded himself and come a Christmas package was laid on straw and the first thing he had was to press against his little head was straw and a dirty piece of swaddled cloth wrapped around him. And the last thing he had was a thorn of crowns with a dirty rag wrapped over his eyes and hit on the head saying, if you're a prophet, tell us who hits you. And then tacked to a cross, love reaching out when his own children crying for his blood, he screamed, Father, forgive them. They don't even know what they're doing. That's love. If there'd been no Christmas, there would have been no sacrifice. If there'd been no Christmas, there would have been no reconciliation. For the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 5, 19, to wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. That first Christmas, the shepherds in their fields received a visitation from an angels that told them of this great gift that was given to the world and where they could find the place where the word was made flesh the angel brought a message of revelation Amen. of where the word was being made flesh deity revealed in humanity you'll find him in a manger wrapped in a swaddling cloth the package didn't look like much to the world there was no beauty that we should desire him but the greatest thing that was ever wrapped in human flesh was wrapped in it. God himself, he wrapped his own self in a Christmas package and sent it to the world. The greatest Christmas gift that was ever given, the first one, the greatest one, the only true original Christmas gift. But you see, if there'd been no Christmas, this package would have never been delivered. If there'd been no Christmas, there'd been no Emmanuel, God with us. Emmanuel, God with us, making a way to be God in us. Oh, hallelujah. If there'd been no Christmas, there would be no peace. 
Or John 14, 27, he says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth give I unto you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. If there'd been no Christmas, there would have been no love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And this was the manifestation of the love of God towards us because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. If there'd been no Christmas, there would have been no savior, a savior for my unbelief. A savior for your unbelief. A savior to save us from ourselves. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. But that the world through him might be saved. If there had been no Christmas, there would have been no second birth. Christmas is not a pagan celebration to us. It's a sacred hour. The prophet said this, and I found this quote. I thought, how fitting. He said, if there'd been no Christmas, there'd have been no resurrection. If there'd been no Christmas, there'd been no love. There'd been no peace. There'd be no hereafter for the believer. If there'd been no Christmas. If there'd been no Christmas, there would have been no fulfillment of the coming Messiah spoken by the prophets of old. If there'd been no Christmas, there'd have been no super sign. For what did Christmas do? It gave us an everlasting sign. Jehovah God became man, took on our stock, crossed himself from God and become human. Become man. There's the sign. Become he was God and he became man. Not a rich man, but a poor man. This is the super sign. You've asked for a sign, said God. I'll give you one, an everlasting sign. He could have come otherwise, as I've said, but a baby. Why did he become a baby? When the first little toothless mouth opened in that manger on that first crib, the first Christmas morning, in his little manger crib, and the first little yell that went up from his voice, that was God crying. Jehovah crying a man. He come from God and was man. Every wit man. He come to the world with nothing but still man. What was he trying to do? What was he purposing? He cried like a baby in the manger. He played like a boy on the street. He toiled like a man, but yet he was Emmanuel. This is the super sign. God dwelling in the creation that he created. The super sign. It shall be a sign unto you. And on that first Christmas morning, what did it do? It was an eternal sign to the believer. God with us, the super sign. Do you see it? God manifested. God presented himself to the world as a fugitive. He could have come some other way, but he chose to come this way. If there had been no Christmas, there had been no revealing of the name of God. For you see, prophets of old spoke of him. They spoke of a coming Messiah, but they never gave his name. But Christmas gave us his name. Moses said in Deuteronomy 18, 15, The Lord thy God will raise unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren like unto me. 
unto him ye shall hearken. Isaiah 9, 6 said very well, very familiar scripture. For unto us the child is born, unto us the son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Isaiah 7, 14 said, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and call his name Emmanuel. But on that first Christmas, what happened? An angel came with the message revealing the family name of God. Oh, hallelujah. For it said in Luke 1, 31, And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth the son and shall call his name Jesus. What is Jesus? Emmanuel, God with us. That great person, the Lord Jesus, he was Jehovah God, enveiled in flesh. The Bible said, whatever you do in word and deed, do it all in his name. The Bible said the whole family in heaven is named Jesus. The whole family on earth is named Jesus. Let us pray in his name, live in his name, teach in his name, die in his name, buried in his name, baptized in his name, resurrect in his name, go to heaven in his name. That's his name. And the bride is named Mistress Jesus. For he'll take a people out of the Gentiles for his name's sake. If there'd been no Christmas, where would we be today, friends? Alienated from God. No way back. Lost in darkness. If there'd been no Christmas, there would have been no light. For Jesus said, as long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. If there'd been no Christmas, what would we be this morning? Where would we be this morning? Not packages and bows and those things. I'm not kicking against that, friends. But that's not really what Christmas is. This is what Christmas is. God became one of us. That he, through that way, could dwell in us. Not just God above us. Not just God with us. But God in us. Think about it this morning. If there'd been no Christmas, but I'm so happy to stand here and say, there is a Christmas. And it's not about a sled. It's not about a reindeer. It's not about a Santa Claus. It's not a myth. It's not a celebration. It is not a holiday. But Christmas is a reality, a promise kept. It's good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people, a sacred hour of worship. For what God has done for us. What is Christmas? It is the fulfillment of what God promised Adam in his race. That shall bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. And he shall save his people from their sins. Amen. Because there is a Christmas. There is light. There is hope. There is peace. There is love. There is joy. There is a promise for the hereafter. Because there is a Christmas. There is a reconciliation. For the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 18, all these things are of God who hath reconciled us unto himself by Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And you, and you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled 
you that were sometime alienated. And that word alienated means to make unfriendly, hostile, indifferent, where attachment formerly existed. You formerly existed in a harmony, but you was disattached. Oh, God. By the fall of Adam, amen. It broke the fellowship. It broke the harmony. And we become alienated. We was once attached, but we was alienated from the attachment, separated from God. How? By Adam's fall. But you who were once alienated have now been reconciled. Reconciled, what does it mean? It means to completely, to reconcile completely, to bring back again a former state of harmony. Through Christ Jesus, we are brought back to our formal state of harmony. What are you saying? Simply this, we come back to his side. Oh God. Because there is a Christmas. Christmas is Christ. God made flesh to reconcile us back to himself. The threefold mystery of God. God manifested in Christ. Christ manifested in the church altogether to bring back the original Adam and Eve again, man and woman, which are one, made out of the same blood, same spirit, and everything. He come to save his people, the genetics of God. God, oh. because there was a Christmas, you who were separated can now be reunited. We can be brought back to his side. In a kingdom now, he said, sitting in heavenly places with an eternal king enjoying eternal life. Are you enjoying it? Amen. Somebody told me one time they were so nervous and they were so upset. I said, listen, just enjoy your salvation. After all, it was free. You didn't have to pay for it. He paid for it. And we are now sitting in heavenly places with the eternal king enjoying eternal life by the eternal word going to an eternal heaven forever to be with him living in the presence of the king oh I love him I'm so glad to be one of them I'm so glad to be dead in Christ and alive in the kingdom of God this is not my home we seek a kingdom we seek the king we're already in the kingdom we're seeking the king to come and the king quickly will come to his kingdom for we receive a kingdom that cannot be moved. No matter who's president, they ain't going to move this kingdom. It don't matter about no pandemic. It ain't going to move this kingdom. This kingdom cannot be moved. There is nothing the devil can do to stop this kingdom. Oh God, that's a Christmas message to me this morning. We are in a kingdom that cannot be moved. Amen. Amen. When all the things are falling apart, when the world is falling apart around us, friends. I thought, how would? I was at the airport the other day. People has lost their mind from fear. I thought one virus has drove this nation insane. It's crazy some of the things they do. They won't serve you drinks or food on an airplane because they're practicing social distancing. They say, stay seated in your seat till the person in front of you clears the aisle because we're packing social distance and we're practicing social distance. And, and I looked over to the person that my elbow was touching, a total stranger. I said, aren't you glad for social distancing? 
It makes no sense. Amen. But we give unto Caesar that which is Caesar's. I have no confidence in a mask, but I wear one because Caesar says to wear it. 90% of America's wearing the mask and this pandemic's still out of control. Amen. But I'm so glad we are in a kingdom that COVID can never touch. Amen. The world around us is falling apart. Europe is falling apart. Asia is falling apart. America is falling apart. The world is falling apart, but we're in a kingdom, an eternal kingdom that cannot be moved where Christmas is every day. Because Christmas is not trees and ribbons and packages, but Christmas is living in his presence. God's presence. Amen. Where Christmas is every day living in the presence of the king, the prophet said. You don't have to guess about it. It's the truth. It's God's truth. God's complete truth. How I love him, he says. Because there is a Christmas, we get his presence. Amen. What a Christmas presence this morning. What a Christmas presence this morning. For he promised us, I'll never leave thee, nor will I forsake thee. Then no matter what we're going through, his presence is always with us. That's a real nice Christmas gift. God's presence. Amen. Return back to the harmony of the Father. Restored fellowship with God. Amen. His bleach has cleansed us. It has freed us. What a Christmas presence from our Father. Because there is a Christmas, there was a sacrifice. Because there was a Christmas, there was a Calvary, as we've said. Because there was a Calvary, there was a death. Because there was a death, there was a burial. Because there was a burial, there was a resurrection. And when Jesus rose from the dead, you know what he said? Because I live ye shall live also because there was a Christmas. Because there was a Christmas, there is a revelation of where he's at. No longer Jesus in a manger, but Jesus in us. And I say to you this morning, friends, make room in your heart for Jesus this season. It's been a hard year. We've lost friends and loved ones. But don't go into 2021 with no room in your heart for him. You young people that's drifting, stop the drift. Don't go into 2021 drifting. Make room in your heart for Jesus. The only true original Christmas presence from God. He wrapped himself in flesh to pay the price that he could come and dwell in us. Let the word that was formed in Mary, let it be formed in you. Receive the real, true, and only Christmas gift. If there had been no Christmas, we would not be here this morning. But because there is a Christmas, 
we can live through him. Amen. If there was no Christmas, then where would I be if God's Christmas present wasn't placed on a tree? If there'd been no Christmas, there'd been no guiding star, there'd been no angels announcing, there'd been no wise men from afar. If there'd been no Christmas, there'd been no peace on earth, there'd been no shepherds coming to worship the Christ child's birth. If there'd been no Christmas, what more can I say? No hope for man, no love today. But there is a Christmas, and I know it's true. Not Christ in a manger, but Christ in you. There is a Christmas, God keeps his word. I've seen his star, his voice I've heard. Come see Jesus, he's on the earth today. For he is the truth, the life, the way. Yes, there is a Christmas, my heart proclaims. Christmas is Christ, and Jesus is his name. Thank you, Lord, today for Christmas. Thank you, Lord, today for what you've done for us, God. Lord, though we may not be able to gather here in this building, Lord, it just shows us more and more that this building is not the church. For they can stop us from gathering here, but they can't stop us from gathering. For Lord, no matter where we're at this morning, it's your spirit that makes us one, Lord. We're so thankful for Christmas, for the true meaning, for the true understanding, for the true revelation, Lord, that the world has long forgotten. That Santa Claus and Christmas trees and all these things have taken the place of. But Lord, it doesn't change what Christmas really is. Christmas, Lord, is your promise kept to us. Oh, Lord God, let's just bow our heads for a moment. Oh, Lord God, today, Lord, we just want to take this moment, Lord, to thank you, Father, for that first Christmas, that little baby let out a cry. The angels come and revealed that God had been made flesh. And the wise men saw the star and it guided them to where the word was made flesh. And as Brother Donnie said, Lord, they brought appropriate gifts to identify that they had an understanding of who you were. And Lord, I'm so glad that this Christmas, so many years later, Lord, that it's not no longer you in a manger. But Lord, now it's you in the heart of your people. And Father, wise men still follow a star. For we have seen the star of the seventh angel messenger. And it has led us to where the word is being made flesh. Amen. And Lord, we bring the appropriate gifts to you today. For the appropriate gifts for a savior would be someone to save. So Lord, you put your package on a tree. But today, Lord, we place ours under the tree, for it's at Calvary that we bow before you, Lord. And we receive the first true and original Christmas package. Oh, God, today, may we see, Lord, that not only are you our Savior, but you're our healer.
You're our joy. You're our peace. You're our assurance. You're our understanding, dear God. You're our hope for the hereafter. We thank you so much, Lord, this day for what you've done for us. Oh, God, may we live a life that's worthy of the gospel. As we come to the end of 2020, Lord, it's been a hard year. There's been so many changes, Lord. And we don't know what 2021 holds, Lord. We don't know what's going to happen in just a few days. But, Lord, we know you've got it all in control. So, Lord, we don't focus on the problems. We just focus on the answer. And Father, I pray today if there'd be some here, Lord, who's lost the true meaning of Christmas, may they find it, dear God. They won't be at Walmart, Lord. It won't be in a Christmas parade down at Dollywood. But they'll find the true meaning of Christmas on their knees, looking up to you. God, I pray if some have gotten cold, Lord, or they've lost that feel for you, may you restore that love affair, dear God, we pray. May we receive the greatest Christmas package that's ever offered to mankind. A way that you could dwell in us. And God, my brothers and my sisters that are afflicted today, Lord, I pray if you hear my humble prayer, dear God, may they experience a Christmas miracle. May you move for every need. May every symptom, may every residual of the virus, Lord, may it leave the people, God. May the tiredness leave them, Lord. May the blisters that forms on their lungs, may they disappear. The kidney trouble, may it disappear. The heart trouble, Lord, that's caused from the virus, may it disappear, Lord. We pray today as we receive this great Christmas package, dear God. May it move down through Arkansas, up through Alaska, all through Elizabeth, or wherever the need would be, dear God. May they experience the miracle of Christmas this day. For you have given us Emmanuel, God with us, our healer, our prince of peace, our king. We love you today, Lord. We thank you today, Lord, for the promise, for the hope that lays within us. May you move upon the needs of your people, we pray. For we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Aren't you grateful for Christmas? The true meaning of Christmas. To know what Christ done for us. Oh, hallelujah. Just sing with me this morning. You know I can't sing, so you're going to have to drown me out. But I just want to sing this Christmas song this morning. Hark the herald angels sing. Glory to the newborn King. Peace on earth and mercy mild. God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise. Join the triumph in the skies. With angelic hosts proclaim. Christ is born in Bethlehem. Hark the herald angels sing. Glory to the newborn King. Amen. 
Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies with angelic hosts proclaim. Christ is born in Bethlehem. Hark the herald angels sing. Glory to the newborn King. Christ by highest heaven adore. Christ the everlasting Lord. Late in time behold Him come. Offspring of a virgin's womb. Veiled in flesh the Godhead see. Hell the incarnate deity. Pleased as man with man to dwell. Jesus, our Emmanuel, hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Oh, come. All ye faithful, joyful and triumphant, O come ye, O come ye to Bethlehem. O come and behold him, born the King of angels. O come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ our Lord. Yea, Lord, we greet thee, born this happy morning, Jesus. To thee be glory given. Word of the Father, now in flesh appearing. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ our Lord. What a privilege it is, friends, to know the true meaning of Christmas. To know that what he done for us that day, born in a manger, not a rich man, but a poor man. Never had a chariot. He walked wherever he went. Never had a house. 
<laughs> to lay his head. But he never asked the father for a nice chariot. He never asked the father for a new suit of clothes that he could wear to the meetings. But the only thing he ever asked the father for was our fellowship. Glory. That he could be one with us. Think of it this morning, friends. He paid that price for our fellowship. That's what Christmas means to me. Hallelujah. A package that the world thinks nothing of. I remember when I was a boy. We were poor. We didn't get a lot. And I remember one Christmas, Brother Larry, I wanted a football. And I remember the package under the tree with my name on it. And when I opened it up, I looked at the box and it wasn't a football. I remember my heart was so heavy. And I looked at my mom and I'll never forget. She says, look in the box. And when I opened the box inside was the football. You see, it's not what's on the outside. He had no beauty that they should desire him. But he, he unveiled himself. He opened the package to show you the value of his gift to us. He gave his life for us and we should live. And we who are caught up in organization and denominations and our own ideals, he sent to us an angel messenger to lead us to where the word was made flesh in our day that we once more could see deity wrapped in humanity, God in his people, God in his people. Oh, friend. Take just a moment today. I know we've done been through the season and the packages and all, but find you some place today just to slip off to the side and say, Jesus, I just want to thank you, Lord, for such a wonderful Christmas present. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sing it, Brother Harry. Let's just worship him just for a moment. It's still early. Mary, did you know your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know your baby boy would save our sons and daughters did you know your baby boy has come to make you new this child that you
lied to a blind man Mary did you know your baby boy could calm a storm with his hand did you know walked where angels trod when you've kissed your little baby you've kissed the face of God oh Mary did you
You have made this mystery known. That mystery that was once in your mind is now placed in the hearts of the believers, dear God. Manifest the word for the hour that we're living in. God once more walking in flesh, the super sign. Oh God, the super sign, an everlasting sign that's among us today. God living in his people, expressing himself, healing through their hands, speaking through their lips, seeing through their eyes, moving through their feet. Oh God, for our hands are your hands when they're energized. Our lips are your lips when they're energized. Oh, speak, my Lord. Speak, my Lord. May we realize, dear God, the people sitting beside us full of the Holy Ghost is more than our brother or sister, more than our mother and our father, more than our uncle and our aunt, our cousin, our nephew. But it's God in His people. How we thank you, Lord, for the super sign today. In a dying world, Lord, let thy light shine, Lord, in the coming year. Be with your people, Lord, wherever they're at today, God. My brothers in South Africa and India, our brothers in Nicaragua, Honduras, Costa Rica, oh God, around the world, Chile, Norway, Trinidad, Tobago, Venezuela, Japan, China, France, Switzerland, Germany, Belgium. Oh God, a universal bride, a universal body expressing the living God. How we thank you, Lord Jesus, for Christmas. How we thank you for Calvary. How we thank you for the resurrection, Lord. How we thank you, dear God, today for the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord God, for all that you've done for us this day. Be with your people today, Lord. Comfort the lonely hearts, God. Those that are scared, take the fear away. Those that are hurting, Lord, take the pain away today, I pray. May your spirit, Lord, move upon your children, Lord. Father, once more we ask you, God, lift this pandemic off the people, Lord. Oh, God, we call upon he who's able, Lord. May you move upon the nations, God. May they see, Lord, the real true Christmas package, what's been given to us, Lord. For you are the inoculation. You are the vaccine, Lord. You are the answer to every problem today. How we thank you, Lord Jesus. Be with your people now, Lord. I trust this little broke-up message, God. It's just a simple little thought, I know, Lord, but I just got to thinking about it. I thought, oh, my, if there had been no Christmas. God, we're so grateful that we can know the day, the true meaning of it, God. Commit these things into your hands now for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Worship with us a little bit before we go. Brother Harry, you got us another song. <clears throat> you are here, moving in our midst.
still Emmanuel. I worship you. I worship you. You are here working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. You are here moving in our midst. I worship you. Even when I don't feel it, you work it. 
Say to one and all, be encouraged in the Lord. You know, there was a time David, David had to encourage himself in the Lord. The scripture says his men had turned against him. Saul was trying to kill him. And David encouraged himself in the Lord. Things may look bleak wherever you're at this morning. It don't matter what it looks like. You encourage yourself in the Lord. He is, he is still on the throne. He's still real. And he's awesome in your life if you'll let him be. We praise the Lord for this service today. Can we sing that just before we go this morning? You're awesome in this place, mighty God. You are awesome in this place, mighty God. Thank you, Lord. You are awesome in this place. Abba Father You are worthy of all praise To you our lives we raise You are awesome in this place Mighty God You are awesome in this place Mighty God you are awesome in this place, Abba Father. You are worthy of all praise. To you our lives we raise. You are awesome in this place, mighty God. As I come into your presence, Past the gates of praise Into your sanctuary Till we're standing face to face I look upon your countenance I see the fullness of your grace 
service once again but you be in prayer I believe the Lord will meet with us in a wonderful way brother if you just continue to play that song as we get ready to dismiss this morning may God bless each and every one of you sister Rosie I apologize for mispronouncing your name while I go forgive me <laughs>